This is a conversation about how to create your own focus and your own energy when you are just not feeling motivated. People are always looking for external motivation, and you know what? Sometimes it's just not there. Sometimes there's stuff that we have to get done, things we want to create, chores we have to do, work that needs to happen, a family to be there for, right? There's stuff to do, and we're just not motivated. Today's episode is six thoughts that I have about what I call breaking the funk and creating your own focus and energy. Let's get started. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. If you are listening to this episode in real time, you may have caught wind over the past couple of weeks that I have been giving myself a self-imposed writing challenge. I knew that I wanted to commit to blogging a little bit more. Writing is something that I used to really enjoy as kind of a creative hobby and creative outlet. I used to write poetry. I've mentioned I journal a lot. Um, dabbled in creative writing. I'm a very bad creative writer, by the way, but writing as like a process and as a way to self-reflect is something that I have really, really enjoyed, but I knew I wasn't doing it enough. So when fall started, September 22nd, I gave myself this self-imposed 40 days of writing challenge. The parameters were really simple. One blog post a day, that was pretty much it. One blog post a day, and it had to be shared to some sort of social media platform. It had to be put somewhere for people to read and engage with. And that was kind of my accountability check. So I was super excited. I wrote day one, and I explained what this process was going to be like, right? Well, I woke up on September 23rd, and I almost gave up. <laughs> so I'm laying there in bed, and I was like, eh listening to the rain, thinking about the big to-do list I had for the day, things that are actually work items that have to get done. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't have to. I don't have to add something else to my plate today. I don't have to write this piece. This is something I told myself to do. You know, this is a personal challenge. I started it. I can end it. And I laid there kind of talking myself out of it. I was self self-talking myself out of this process. And I'm trying to like, you know, talk myself into getting up and getting started. And I'm saying, you should really challenge yourself. You should grow and create and serve other people. And I just didn't want to. Now, the big problem with this was that once I got up to start my day, I had kind of locked this I don't want to thought into my head. And I cannot stress enough how powerful our thoughts are in influencing our actions. So I have this I don't want to thought in my head. And suddenly I started applying I don't want to to everything else in my day. You know, I, I should get dressed. Hmm, I don't want to. 
I could work out this morning, but I do not want to. I could write that blog post, but like I said, I don't want to. And then I kept going on my to-do list and, you know, all the things I needed to do for work. And I was feeling really unmotivated. I just didn't really want to do it anymore. Have you felt like this? Have you ever caught yourself kind of in a cycle of a lack of motivation, of negative self-talk, and you're like, how do I break this? Because I have stuff to do. Well, that's the point that I was at. And luckily, I caught myself before it was too late. I think it was like 1030 in the morning. So a terrible risk of taking over my whole day with this attitude. And I caught myself and I started to rapidly employ a series of small actions, small steps, things I've learned over the years help me to break the funk and allow me to start fresh with some more focus and some more energy. And I was able to do it. I, I got to that day two blog post. And now I think today, um, I have not written it yet because I've been working on podcast stuff, but it will come today. I think it'll be day 16 right now. Um, and it's because I was able to hit that reset button on day two. So today in this episode, I'm going to share with you those six steps, those six small actions that I took to return to my factory settings, to break the funk, and to be able to move on with my day. I'd like to pause here for just a minute and take the opportunity to personally invite you to hang out. Well, hang out with us online. Be Well Together is my monthly membership program that I am completely obsessed with, and I want you to hear why. Do you want to learn more about nutrition and healthy habits, but you feel overwhelmed with the sheer amount of conflicting information on the internet? Well, I've got you covered with two mini trainings a month crafted especially for my members. Do you want to grab a quick new recipe to try for dinner? Hit up my hand-picked recipe bank. Maybe you're struggling with your mindset or your habits and you need someone to bounce your ideas off of? You can post in our member forum for some friendly discussion and support. The beauty of Be Well Together is that you don't have to go it alone. You get to go it with us. You have a safe and trusted place to ask your nutrition and wellness questions, get fresh recipes and resources, learn through easily digestible, pun intended, mini lessons that you can watch and rewatch at your own pace. And did I mention that my new monthly webinar series is included in the membership? 20 bucks a month, access to all the things. Visit bewellwithstuff.com slash together, linked in the show notes for all the details. Can't wait to hang out with you there. Step number one was to start to change the self-talk. Like I said before, I believe so strongly in the power of our thoughts, and that stupid self-talk is what had gotten me into this mess, so I knew it was the first thing that was going to have to get me out of it too. So I started to tell myself new phrases, things like, no, you don't have to blog, you get to. No one was making me write blog posts. I get to wake up in the morning and drink my coffee and spend time writing about things I'm passionate about for people that I want to show up for. And that is a wild blessing that I was just ignoring. So the first shift I had to make was, I don't have to, but I get to. 
And when you find yourself in some kind of slump or lacking motivation, maybe there's a shift you can make there too. No, I don't have to work out, but I am able to move my body and I get to do that as a celebration of what my body can do and to make it stronger. I have to cook dinner. Well, I I don't have to, but I get to. I have food that's accessible to me that can nourish me and my family. And what a gift, what a blessing. I get to do that for me, myself, or for others. Start with flipping that script. My mom used to say when we were kids, you don't have to want to, you just have to do it. And obviously I didn't love that when we were kids, but I didn't realize how much I would be saying that to myself and other people as an adult. So clearly she was onto something then. Some things are hard. Some tasks are not enjoyable. Sometimes we're tired. And sometimes that is all completely irrelevant. Sometimes you just have to do it anyway, right? You have to suck it up, buttercup, and get it done. So I had to start telling myself, you don't have to want to right now, but you do have to do it. And the third thing I started saying to myself was that there are people who need to hear the things that you need to say. It was helpful for me to remind myself that my words matter. Our actions matter, even if it's only to one person or a couple of people. And making a difference in the world is something that I care about. That's one of my core values is how can I show up for other people? So that makes it helpful and a little bit easier to show up for people or to show up in general when it's difficult. So that first step was just to start changing the self-talk. The second thing I did was put my phone in focus mode. I have a Galaxy and I love it just fine. So don't at me, you iPhone people. But I have a Galaxy and right there in my settings mode, along with like the flashlight, and the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi is a little button that says focus mode. Focus mode allows me to set up different kinds of focus. Like I have a me time and a work time or me mode and work mode set up. And when you're in those modes, it restricts certain apps from being accessible to you. You can't click on them. You're you know locked out of Instagram until you turn it back on or you can't access your email or whatever it is. So when it's me time, I am writing or I'm working out or something. And I don't want to be tempted to open my phone, scroll, get distracted. So I'm locked out of everything. When it is work time, I'm locked out of fun apps or usually social media apps because we know we can fall down the rabbit hole. So that way I know that even if I have the urge to pick up my phone, there are no notifications and you can't get into anything. And really talk about a reality check. I would definitely recommend giving that a try. No matter what kind of phone you have, um, there are also downloadable apps that will do this too. Um, but your phone has some sort of well-being settings that will limit your amount of screen time or your app usage. Your phone is a tool that serves you. So take a minute to set it up in a way that helps you to be successful. The third thing to start breaking the funk was to change your body in some way. Stand up and stretch. Walk around your house. Maybe roll your head from shoulder to shoulder and give your neck a little break. Reach for the sky and touch your toes. It sounds very basic, but um, relax your shoulders. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. This brings some life and some energy back into your physical body. It allows you to separate your thoughts from what you were doing before for a minute makes you a little more comfortable as you face whatever task is next. And uh, just that movement can really give you a boost of energy and maybe a little bit of clarity that you were lacking before. So I'm a big advocate for if this is not working in this physical body, your physical setting, then I need to change that thing. And sometimes it's just as simple as 
standing up, getting a big stretch, maybe switching to a different chair, and then beginning again. My fourth tip is kind of along those same lines, and it's just to check in with your other physical needs. One of them might be moving your physical body, but there are definitely other things that there could be that you could do, and that's just going to depend, depend on you and your body in that time. Um, so I can't tell you exactly what that will be, but for me, when I was in that funk I was talking about earlier, I knew that I needed to switch from water to coffee. Oh gosh, can you imagine? I said that backward. Sarah, leave that in there. That's hilarious. I knew that I needed to switch from coffee to water, which clearly this morning I might need to do that also. But I knew I needed to slow myself down a little bit. I needed to be hydrated. We know that hydration improves your focus and your mental clarity. So I definitely needed to make that switch. Um, I knew that I could take some sort of supplement that might, might help me in the moment, might not, but I knew was good for me. So I was taking a moment to pause and do something I knew was good for me. So I drank some of my complete greens. I took a B vitamin, which I know are good for brain health. So I knew I was doing something that was going to uh, serve my mental clarity. I also ate a banana because I don't work well hungry and I knew that would give me a little bit of an energy boost too. I brushed my teeth. I washed my face, um, which feels good to me, right? It's just changing your senses a little bit and giving yourself a fresh start. You're not going to delay the work you have to do by taking five minutes to take care of yourself. You're probably going to be much more efficient and focused once you restart. So just taking that five minutes to be clean, grab a snack, grab a glass of water, and allow that to be part of the reset. A few of the things I just mentioned, the complete greens and the stuff I use to wash my face, that sort of thing, those are things I talk about all the time because I'm madly in love with them. So I will put the links to those products in the show notes if you're interested at all in checking them out and seeing if they might be a good fit for your routine too. The fifth tip is something that makes a huge difference for me, even though it feels silly. And that is to put on something that you feel confident in. So if I am sitting there in my pajamas, old t-shirt, old shorts, not feeling real pulled together, I'm not feeling my most confident, and that's not when I feel that I do my best work. Just changing my clothes, you know, a pair of leggings that are comfortable or that I like, a, a t-shirt with a fun saying on it, or a cute and cozy sweater, just putting on something in a second that I know I feel more confident in gives me a little boost of confidence for the work or task that I'm about to face. Um, I might take an extra five minutes to comb out my hair, put on a quick coat of makeup. Um, I don't wear a lot of makeup on a regular basis, but having my face washed with some quick moisturizer or powder and mascara, it's not necessary, but it does make me feel in that moment that I am more pulled together. And when I am more pulled together, I'm more confident. And when I'm more confident, I am more inclined to tackle the day or dive into the next thing. And that's what this is all about. So that might not be something that works for you, but it's definitely a game changer. If I am, quote, like ready for the day or not, is a game changer in my attitude for how I face the day. Our final tip, tip number six, is to organize your environment a little before you get started. I've been talking about writing so I needed to organize my physical space and my desk, you know, remove an empty coffee mug, throw out papers I didn't need, hide something that might be distracting from my work environment. 
But that can be the same no matter what task you're about to face. If you are cleaning your house or cooking something or in your office or at your job, you might need to take a second to remove that environmental clutter. Do a quick tidy, straighten the items that are around you. Like I said, get rid of anything that's garbage or unnecessary or anything that might distract you from the work that you're about to do just so that you can be organized. There is research that will link um, our organization in our physical space with organization in our brain and with a less cluttered environment with a less cluttered mind. So it really can't hurt to give that a try, right? Along with organizing your environment is setting up your environment for what you're about to do. Um, I like to play music sometimes. I like I like weird music when I'm working. I don't know, like maybe coffee house style jams, like slow acoustic jams. Um, maybe sometimes like electronic music where there are no lyrics, but just that kind of driving beat. <laughs> and I'll work to that. Definitely known to put on some like Avicii or something while I'm working. Um, or maybe a podcast, maybe some low talking, a topic that I'm not trying to desperately learn from at that time, but that is slightly informative or entertaining. That gives me um, some white noise in the background, really. I work from home. I work by myself most of the time. So kind of creates that environment environmental feel that there are other people and activities going on that adds an energy to the room, right? That kind of coffee house jam or people talking gives me the illusion in my environment that the day is moving. People are doing things. So I should probably be doing things too. And with the organization of the physical environment, I just real quick organize the priorities for what I'm about to do. There might be a lot of things on that list. You could have a really long to-do list. I know that I usually do. Home things, work things, fun things, self-care things, creative projects, right? The list might be long. And so sometimes we get in that moment of like, okay, I'm ready to work, but I am so overwhelmed by what it is that I could be doing right now that I'm not even really sure where to get started. So while I'm organizing my physical space, I also organize my priorities and I just choose two or three top things that I know I'll have time for in the time that I have allotted. So what can I do next? The next two things maybe that I'm going to feel the best about accomplishing or that are going to give me the most traction in my day, right? Move my work forward, make an impact on my, the rest of my life. Um, what might be the best way that I need to serve that day what has a sense of urgency or a timeline on it, right? So I take a look at, of all the things I have to do, what's the most important because it's going to move me forward and give me a, a best sense of accomplishment? And I start there because once we have hit the reset button and we've cleaned up ourselves and our environment, we've changed the way that we're talking, we want to accomplish something, right? The first thing that we accomplish, we can view as a success and that's going to give us the momentum to move forward and to continue doing things that we wanna do. So there we have it. Those are Steph's six steps for breaking the funk, hitting the reset button, and getting back to business. Just a gentle reminder again that you need to be mindful of your own self-talk. I hope you catch yourself when yourself is getting in your way, and I hope that you tell her or him something different. 
I hope that you find these strategies helpful. I hope that you develop some of your own for breaking the funk. I'd love to hear if any of these work for you or if you have any steps like this that you take to hit the reset button. You can find me on Instagram, of course, be well with Steph and comment on the podcast post or on any recent post. Love when you guys share a screenshot of the episode and share some of your thoughts and your stories because then I can share those with the rest of the community too. And if you find these types of things helpful, you can always go and leave a review. I think as of right now, there are only a few platforms that let you leave reviews, Apple Podcasts, and I think um, Stitcher, maybe a couple others like that. But if you have the ability to leave a, a rating and a review wherever you are, I love reading those. That means so much to me. And I love to hear about the ways that you are taking care of yourself. So please, please share those with me. Until next time, you guys, be well. Be well.